She's April. And she's Molly. And we are... The Bookbesties. I actually wrote a little thing. We hit a DNF, guys, and we actually did DNF it. Why am I this way? Thomas, I can still hear your crap. I go in the quiver, I get shot, I hit the target. There's more information than porn. That's all I'm saying. Tom does better than that. The book besties. The book besties. Should we be like NPR? We are the book besties. Thank you for listening. Welcome to today's episode of the book besties. I am Molly Biggs and my co-host is April April Biggs. April Watkins. I love you, but we're not. That's not. That's <laughs> That's not how any of this works. Hi, guys! I feel like it's been forever, and it hasn't. It hasn't. <laughs> um, the summer's really long, and it's June. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, James graduated from elementary school. I know, I saw the pictures, and Piper graduated eighth grade. I cried like a baby. I did it home. <laughs> I did it home. I had all the feelings at home. I have watched the video that Tom took of, like, his principal announcing, like, all his words. Uh-huh. I've lost count of how many times I've watched it. Like, whenever I've had a moment where I've just been like, oh, I feel a little bummed. I just, like, pull out my phone and I'm, like, re-watching the video. He's just, he's getting so big and he's doing he the big things. And he's a this year. He got a perfect score on one of his standard tests. And, I mean, so he awesome. he's just advanced one of them. And then um, it's awesome. the other one. I mean, he just did fantastic this he's year. He's a little rock star. I mean, this freaking Piper Addy, you know? They went from home. My girls went from homeschooling yeah. to, like, just kicking ass yeah, this, this year. Yeah, this is the first year they've been in school since 2019. Is yeah. that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, Liv joined cheer this year. Let's talk about how big that is. Livy joined cheer this year. I know. That's crazy. That's fucking huge. I love that. I'm so proud of our kiddos because they've come out of their shells in so many ways this year. And yeah, we just got to survive the summer now, you and me. Yeah. So, Tater, I mean, I'm so proud of our four little gang. They just. And, and your kid didn't even just do bas- or cheerleading. She did like the basketball thing. And like, <gasps> she did. Thing. He did the teachers versus students basketball. Like the whole school went out to see her this year. It's so crazy to me because, like, I've known your kids since they were born. Vice versa. You've known my kids since they were born, although you only met Sam for the first time a few months ago. But it's okay. Sammy cakes and I, I, his heart and mine are the same. We got that Mm -hmm. little ADHD just going, you know. I was talking to my other best friend, Dawn, the other day, and I said, buddy, I'm on the phone. I need you to go in another room. He's like, who are you talking to? I was like, my best friend. He goes, Molly? I said, no, Dawn, the other, my other best friend. He's like, not Molly? <laughs> How okay. dare you? He loves his Aunt Molly. The audacity to call anybody other than Aunt Molly, your best friend, is a disrespect to his Aunt Molly. <laughs> well, they keep asking when they can go back. They're always welcome back. Always. I love my boys. I know you do. So um, you want to talk about this week? Yes. Okay. So, gang, we hit a speed bump. (laughs) Um, 
I know we did we, a DNF, guys, and we actually did DNF it. We both DNF'd this book. I uh-huh. didn't, I made it to, I don't know, I have the audio, I don't have the audiobook pulled up, but I barely made it to like chapter 10. I think that's about where I quit too. I, I just, the, the narration was a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, but we did. I was reading it and I was just like, oh my gosh, this book is. I, we didn't want to lose Alice Oseman. Is that right? Alice Oseman. Oseman. We didn't want to lose her. Because and we're writing, keep doing LGBTQ pride books. So we've no. decided to do Heartstoppers. Abel came up with the greatest idea. So um, I actually wrote a little thing. We were struggling. I, I've actually already read it before, which is one of the reasons why I suggested it. Oh, my God. I am so glad you did. Boy, yeah. am I glad you did. First and foremost, we didn't have these in the house, which is a surprise because. I thought you did because when I suggested it, when I read it, I told yeah. you to buy it for the girls. because And I, I just haven't. And I hadn't. Yeah. But um, they're glad we did because all four, three of us blew through these in the last two days. Oh, yeah. All three of us just, they're, yeah. we're starting the series together. We got to order book five. Like, it's a thing now in the house. We ordered book five already. It's a thing now in the house. Would you like a synopsis? Always. Always. Nick and Charlie are in years 11 and 10 and are paired up in class for a project. Charlie is openly gay at their all-boys school and has been dealing with bullying ever since. Nick is a rugby lad who is trying to figure life out. The closer the boys get, the more Nick realizes he may not be totally straight. In this four, currently four, graphic novel series, we've read the boy, we read the boys dealing with coming out. They get to go on a school trip to Paris. Mm -hmm. They go on summer break and we deal with mental illness. There's a lot to unpack. And sexual assault. And sexual assault. So let's, yes, there is that. Um, there is self-harm in here. There is eating disorders. Mm-hmm. There is um, depression. So there's a lot of trigger warnings. This episode, gang, we're probably mm-hmm. going to talk about them. Yes. Um, but I want to, let's jump into the Heartstopper series because it's so good and we need it's to discuss so it. And and by the way, this series, um, they are graphic novels. And they are. They are not named a different thing each book it's just heartstopper volume volume one volume three volume four to start off i have a single complaint look at that one face 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 one face 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 well you know what's funny mine has the face you know what fuck you amazon fuck you amazon mine all have a face fuck you amazon that's amazon I mean, that is after they left my books in the bloody rain. After they left my fucking books in the rain. And they're all the same height. And look how well they line up and so pretty. And the colors are all coordinated. And this is what we want from book series. Not this. This is what we want. Look at this shit. Look at this shit! Okay, well, yours are also wet. So. They were wet. Look at this page. Where's number three? Three's peeling. Amazon gave me these for free because my delivery driver left them in the fucking rain in one of the paper packages. Unacceptable. Rude. Unacceptable. No respectfully fuck yous. Just a fuck you. A disrespectfully fuck you. A a fucking... I hope you feel disrespected, Amazon. (laughs) I hope you feel disrespected. Okay. Okay. First question. Let's talk about the books. Sure. Sure. After we've disrespected hey, before we do though, I want to I want to share something. So the reason that I read these books is we've talked about this a few times. That I worked at a school last year. I worked at a middle mm-hmm. school, right? 
Um, this was like the number one requested series in my middle school. I, I didn't have it. them. Graphic novels are always big draws, mm-hmm. but I didn't have them. <clears throat> and knowing that they were about a relationship and that they were graphic novels and knowing that my population is 12 year olds to 14 year olds. Yeah. I made the decision to read them myself before I bought them mm-hmm. because what I don't want And I want to be clear on this. It does not matter that it's two boys. I don't care the gender of the kids. If they're having sex in the book, it does not belong in the middle school. No. They do not need sex in their books at middle school. So I wanted to- You give your middle schooler is on you though. Right. Your choice is in your home. Please give this to kids to read. Like it's really good. Fucking middle schoolers love this shit. But it's not the school to give it to them. It's on me. as As the school librarian, I have a responsibility- to uh to con choose content that's appropriate for the age of the students that I have there. And this series, so I wasn't sure. So I read it and I was like, immediately buy. Immediately yeah. buy. Yeah. So if you're looking for them to bang, I mean it hasn't happened yet. That's not gonna book. happen in these books. This is not <clears throat> I don't know. It might happen in book five. They they do talk about sex a lot. Um but I mean yeah, but it's not they more don't of do a Actually, they have a lot of really great discussions about why they're not ready for that to be a part right. of it. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, and that's real life, right? Right. Kids don't just freaking screw. That's right. not how it works. They slowly fall in love. That's how puppy love works. We, we yeah. slowly work into it. We slowly I fall in love. I actually really appreciated that they had those conversations as well because you and I both watched the show Glee. Mm-hmm. And um, when- Those kids banged a lot. Oh, they did. But when Kurt finally came out- um, to his dad and his dad was Mm -hmm. really accepting about it. Um, But then when his dad met Blaine and Blaine was staying over and Kurt was like, he's just my friend. And his dad was like, I don't, I don't know about this. And he goes like, Blaine approaches his dad and he's like, look, you need to tell him what it, give him information about sex because when it's two boys, it's all hormones. There's no backpedaling. You need to tell him. There's no, there's no softness. There's no pulling back. Well, there's no girl to, to, to draw that back, you know? Right. Right. So what I liked is that they had those conversations, that they were being honest with each other, because that's what it's like to be in high school and to be in a relationship. You have to have those conversations. That's what it should be like in any relationship, no matter what your age is. Consent is, that is the, that is the word of Pride Month here at Book Besties. Mm -hmm. Consent. Mm-hmm. Consent, 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 children. Oh, consent. But it's not just Pride Month that we're talking about. I'm reading this for Nurse Katie and I doing uh-huh. Smack Girl Summer. Our yeah. Business. And um, this book needs to talk about consent, too. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, they the couple is talking. It's I don't want to tell you because I want you to read it. Got you. Got you. Well, I'll dive into su- Smut Girl Summer after, like, it might I get be a my life together. At some point. <laughs> nice. Oh, we'd love it if you join us for Smut Girl yeah. Summer. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm listening to the second um, Dreamland Billionaires right now. Oh gosh, me too. Mm. And I can hear her breathing when she takes breath. Her asthma? Yes. No, no, no. The, the author, the, the, the narrator? Oh, yes. Yeah, like, her exhales and shit? And she does, like... And it's like, okay, take a drink Tom of water. Tom does better than that. Tom does better editing than that. Take, take a drink of water. Yeah. I don't need to hear your... Right. Molly. I don't need to hear your mouth sounds. Because we haven't said this in a couple episodes. It's now 12 minutes in and we haven't fucking done a book. 
Except I guess we sort of have. But let's ask questions. Let's, it's the last episode of season four. Like, we need to get on our shit. I mean, technically, you got one more, but that's not. But it, that's just me recording an intro. It's, we'll take right. five minutes. Doesn't count. Got it. Moving on. Okay, so we really haven't done graphic novels here on Book Besties. So like, we did one graphic novel the first season during Banned Books Month. Oh, we right. Drama by Raina We did drama. Tompenberg. That's right. But I no, forgot about drama. But we, we only did a really short part of the episode in that and about yeah. that. And the rest was about like how ban- books are banned and things like that. Right. So yeah, we haven't really. And, and I wouldn't say a graphic novel would normally work for us because they're shorter. But This series the works series, so good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um. What did you think? Should we keep mixing them in? Okay. Yeah, you put drama in there for me for reference. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you getting my back. We can um, the episode below in the description. Yeah, um, which we will put it in the doodly-doos. But mm-hmm. um, this is the first time we've really covered something like this. Do you think we could do it again? Do you think it would work? I think if we do a series or we choose like a longer graphic novel that has more meat and potatoes to it. So like... Um, you have. I was thinking something like Lore of Olympus. Oh yeah, I think we could do that. Like that is more adult based, right? So I was thinking about grabbing some something like that in the future. Well, there there are graphic novels. I mean, Neil Neil Gaiman has a graphic novel, right? Sandman series. Yes. I mean, we could definitely do that, but I I don't particularly like graphic novels. Right. I have to. I liked this. Mm-hmm. But I have to be in the right headspace for graphic novels, right? Mm-hmm. And I, this is cute, right? Mm-hmm. And the the reason I really enjoyed this was the cutesiness of it, the yeah. lightness of it, the the joy of the early romance. It, so I think graphic novels are actually really good for people like you that have ADHD, neurodivergent. Uh, James loves, absolutely mm-hmm. loves um graphic novels they're like his go-to that's his choice right Um, and what's great about them is there's so much content on one page that your eye can jump around and you can get the story that way that's not how i read and i read i i would say i read at a normal pace but i I skim read so this is perfect I, I read it probably at a normal pace compared to other people but average pace but um my brain doesn't like it. I don't like all the skipping around on the page. And I'm like, did I miss something? I feel like I have to turn. So there were a few times I had to turn back a page to make mm-hmm. sure I got the whole content. This um, is. Um, so if we this do decide to do it again, I just I need, need to time. make sure I'm ready. This was. Um, these are good because like like me, the dyslexia, the ADHD. It mm-hmm. um it's great for. I can read this for 30 minutes. And it'll hold my whole focus before I peter off because it's going to happen. My brain is going to wander at some point. And I like this one. I made it through the whole one. The rest of these thick motherfuckers. I had to take breaks. Right. But Mm -hmm. it's not bad. I mean, I can read one of them in an hour. And the first time I read the series, that is how I read them. Mm -hmm. because I was mostly just looking to see what the content was so I could buy them Mm -hmm. from my middle school. Um, when I read them this time, I spent more time on them. Yeah. Um, so it did take me a couple of days to read through both of them. Um, but I really enjoyed the series as a whole more this time. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I did that because when I read the series for the first time, the third and the fourth book, I was just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. 
But the first two, I was like, oh, this is so amazing. So and every time Charlie says, why are we like this? I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's us, though. It's like, why are we like this? I say that to Tom, too. I'm like, why are we like this? <laughs> I say it all the time. Why are we like, why am I why like this? You, why are you the way that you are? <laughs> why am I this way? <laughs> okay. So we stopped her other book because mm-hmm. of the struggle of her writing. Mm-hmm. But we jumped into the graphic novels, no problem. Yeah. Um, do you think this is, or do you think it's her writing is better in this format? Do you think she just, do you think her writing doesn't transition well to novel? What do you think it was for you and me? I'm not saying in general. What do you think it made for us that made that struggle? So I feel like that's a really tough question because I did a little bit of research on Alice Oseman and her first book, and it does say this in her little bio, author's bio in here, Mm -hmm. um, that her first book Oh, actually, it doesn't. Her first book, which was called, I think, Solitaire, um, yeah. was actually published when she was 19. She wrote it when she was in high school. Dang. So she had the novels before she had the graphic novels. Interesting. And um, I think that Loveless was her most recent of the novels, but mm. I could be wrong about that. Um, and so I'm not sure what it was for me to have the disconnect because I do think that she's a very popular author for teens. Right. Um, but maybe the problem was because I read this first. I don't know because you didn't have that problem. You hadn't read. No, I am. So, um, I don't know. That's a hard one for me to answer because I'm not sure that I'm not sure. I see. Okay. So for me. The writing's different. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't mean that in a negative way or a positive way. Piper loved Loveless. Mm-hmm. Loved it. She blew through that book. Couldn't mm-hmm. put it down. Yeah. I just, I couldn't relate to the main character. And that was the problem for me. And I'm not sure if my issue with it was really that I don't understand that that character right um there was a lot going on there and a lot to unpack very quickly Mm -hmm. and i was really struggling because i was doing a lot of research because that book is about an asexual right Right. who is uh it starts at the end of her senior year and goes into her college experience first Mm -hmm. year of college and i didn't know if um what i was not understanding was the um the sexual orientation of asexual. So uh-huh. I, did, I did a lot of research and then I just felt like the character didn't actually align up with the research I was doing. Right. And not that you have to fit some sort of mold just because that's how you call what you call yourself. So I was like, okay, well maybe I'm going to ask questions to a person. Right. So someone at work saw me reading the book and that person identifies as asexual. Okay. And that person answered a lot of my questions. And I'm very thankful that that person. That's wonderful. Um, I think that they, that they just wanted me to understand. Um, But then I felt like the character still didn't match up. Yeah. And so. That makes sense. To me, everything I was researching said being asexual was not about not having sexual urges. It was not about. Like ever, not ever having them. And it was not being repulsed by people. But to me, in that book, the character was repulsed by the idea of sex. Right. As opposed to just, just didn't not need it or want it necessarily. Right. You know? It see, for me, the character was so obsessed with it. 
Mm-hmm. It didn't match up with what I understood right. as that sexually orientation. Right. So me trying to adjust my expectations was hard. Does that make sense? Yeah. So absolutely. I don't know. And, and honestly, it read to me like a really bad "I've got to lose my virginity" story. Yeah. And I just couldn't it get on board. Felt like a, it felt like a ch- ch- a shitty sea level nineties teen yeah. rom Absolutely. you know that's what i thought too except there was a lot of angst in it a lot of angst um I mean, so her books didn't this was not like that no this isn't her was not like that and this could be age i don't know so here they are in order solitary came out in 14 nick okay. and charlie came out in 15 okay this winter was 15 nick and charlie and the winter are both novellas Radio Silence came out in 2016. That is a novel. I Was Born This Way came out in 18. That's a novel. Then Heartstoppers 1, 2, 3 came out in 2019, 2019, and 2020. Loveless was 2020. And then Heartstoppers 4 was 2021. Okay, but you're giving us the publication dates because this uh, graphic novel series actually started as a webtoon. Right. Right. And right. I think the webtoon actually came first. I could be misquoting, misremembering, but I think that actually came before the novella. Even I happened. read somewhere that it started as a novel. It didn't work out. So she started it as a webcomic and that's how it became a regular comic. Does that well, make sense? I don't know where the no- novella fell into it, but yeah, I like Nick and Charlie a lot. And so I think I may try to read the novella, even though I really didn't like the novel mm. that we read. I think that I might sense. try. How about the third question? Are we only on the third question? <laughs> Speaking okay. of, this went from novel to webcomic to graphic novel. You gotta appreciate that she kept at it. Do you think that had worked? this would have worked as a novel? So, eh, maybe? My biggest complaint of this whole series, uh, my big... Is this... In the fourth book, she basically starts going through their journals just with yeah. <clears throat> and to me, that was her trying to reconcile the difference between this being a yeah a novel and a. I liked how she used that as like a like a as a like last time on Glee. Yeah, like I like that. Exactly. I like when she used it in the beginning. Pretty Little Liars. Right. Last. Right. Right. I like it. I like it as a re- like a flat like a previously on scandal you know what i mean like give me that that i'm good with that but i don't need it throughout the book no and it was like a huge chunk of the fourth book was right and i'm wondering i'm wondering if because because of how hard the fourth book was to tell and the way she was telling it she was struggling on figuring out how to get her characters to be able to communicate via this way and so the novel or the the journaling was the easiest. And I think it was easier than trying to draw scenes in a mental hospital. Yeah, because that's rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, where are we? Book one. <laughs> We're on question four. <laughs> okay, book one. In book one, the boys meet and slowly start to realize they like each other way more than just friends. We've read a couple of different coming out stories here on pod. And we read one just, you know, 
last week about coming out non-binary and the week before mm-hmm. we read one about a bi girl coming out or queer girl coming out uh um do you think nick's story is any different so what i really like about nick's story is that he didn't go through some deep overwhelming i feel like i want to kill myself this is like normal why right. do i feel this way i can't feel this way he didn't go through a big crisis he was like this is weird i have only ever liked girls and now i sort of think i might want to kiss this boy what does that mean right we started doing some research on his own he was googling and yes that is definitely one way you could do it but you can also visit your local library and a lot of libraries have uh tough stuff uh posters hanging in their library that tell you where you can find this information that is factual and researched Mm -hmm. really well and will also give you details about if you are a person um that is engaging in a homosexual or queer relationship what the what your parts might do together so right. just, just there's a lot of informationals out there's there. more okay. information than porn that's all i'm saying um so i i we're like here to the, help <laughs> we're here to help i liked that nick didn't shy away from it that he didn't yeah. like um this also happened in glee you had the one football player who was like gay and he knew it and he didn't want to be so he number one tried to kill himself he also bullied a bunch of people who were um, also gay gay. because you know let's make them feel like shit because i feel like shit yeah valid do that he was a rugby lad so that could have totally been the story so story could have been nick bullying charlie making him feel like shit because he didn't feel good about himself and instead he was just kind of like i like this guy this is weird that feels more realistic to me Right. Coming to realization. The the high school that I grew up in, the story of Karofsky bullying somebody and then coming out later is more realistic than what I grew up in. From I don't my know that today that this story isn't more real. Right. Because for, people are a little more accepting now. Thank God. For me as an adult doing it the way I did, mm-hmm. it was a gradual like mm-hmm. walking into warm water kind of thing. It wasn't mm-hmm. a Ta-da! It's just oh, I've I'm here, welcome mm-hmm. to the party, kind of thing. It, it I don't know, I don't know. Continuing on in book one, we end this graphic novel with the boys kissing and Nick running off. What a great cliffhanger that book was! Oh, I loved it. Did you like I, how she ended this first book? I did, um, but I felt so bad for Charlie here because. You don't oh, have for Charlie. About, so I want to talk about it. Okay. Um, the book starts with him making out with a kid named Ben. Yeah. Who goes to a school and is not out. In fact, Ben has a, a, a girlfriend. Girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but Ben's he, either in the closet or using Charlie in some way, shape, or form. Right. So it's when yucky. Charlie is outed, like he had only told two people and they mm-hmm. got her out of the school. When he's outed, um, Ben basically approaches him and kisses him. He doesn't yeah. ask. He just does it. And then Because he's gay. Like, I mean, doesn't that, isn't that what he wants? Is boys right. to kiss him? Right. And Gross. then when, um, when he, they continue to meet up, he basically, whenever he wants to kiss Charlie, he, he tells it. him, text, he texts him and he's like, meet me at the music building at this time. And like, he doesn't give Charlie a say in their relationship and he's really he's an he's awful to him it's gross and so that is the only um experience that charlie has that's the only experience he has is having a guy 
who doesn't want to admit that he's gay forced it's, himself on him. That's sexual assault, by the way, gang. It is sexual assault. If a boy um, or a girl is kissing you and you don't want to kiss them, that's assault. Yeah. And so when Nick, he said he wanted to kiss Charlie, but then he immediately left. Like, I could he was feel scared at that point. I could feel yeah. that. Oh, gosh. Another one did. I fucked me. up. Another guy I... was going to be using me. Yeah. Uh, for, with Nick, I felt this fear. Mm-hmm. Nick, that bi panic is real. Mm-hmm. Like, realizing the thing you've told yourself your whole life. Mm-hmm. I am a straight arrow. I'm a straight arrow. I'm a straight arrow. I go mm-hmm. in the quiver. I get shot. I hit the target. That's it. Mm-hmm. But now my arrow's being used to kill a deer? Mm. Not what I was told I was going to be, right? Like, mm-hmm. learning how to adjust your expectations of yourself yeah. is hard. Yeah. It's really hard. And yeah. coming to terms with it is hard. Well, and then you have the the other side of that where, well, this might actually happen in book two. Yeah, after Nick comes out to his mom and then his brother finds out. And his brother's like, trash. His brother is such an asshole. And his brother's like, he's not even brave enough to admit he's really gay. He's just lying and saying he's bi. And that, that has been a thing. People have said that for years, right? You just aren't brave enough to really admit it. You can't. Oh, my favorite one is, you're selfish. You can't pick a side. Right. Fuck you, man. I'm re-watching New Girl right now, and I'm in the season where Jess was on jury trial, which was when jo- Zoe J. Chanel was out for a baby. Yeah. And um, they have uh, – they're, they're, Megan Kelly comes in and plays the extra roommate at that time. Mm-hmm. And Nick's, like, totally head over heels for her, and she's bisexual. And he's like, I can't compete with that. That's men and women. That's all the people. That's all the people. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Nick. I love yes. Nick so much. Nick, He's Miller. One of my, Nick Miller is one of my favorite characters. Yes. Anytime like I'm feeling really sad, I will pull up the memory of him with headphones on and he's singing Beyonce and he's like, surfboard? Surfboard? And it's just ridiculous. Nick Miller should not like Beyonce, but he loves her. Nick Miller. Anyways, book two. Question six. Book two. Book two really focuses on the boys getting together and how they keep their relationship, one, hidden, and two, how they eventually try to come out or think about coming out. But did you like that this was the focus of this book? Them hiding their relationship? This is actually my favorite book in the series. Um, You know, it's my girl's favorite, too. I gave this one five stars. I gave the first one four stars. And I think three and four, I also gave four stars. Um, So this was my favorite one. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought the early part of their relationship was so cute. So sweet. Um, They were really sweet with each other. And um, And they're really into each other. Really into each other. It's so adorable. It's very cute. And um, (laughs) I like when Charlie comes out to his dad about dating Nick. He's already out to his parents. But his dad's like, he can't sleep over. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I know, dad. Charlie is like immediately embarrassed. And I love how in the books when they blush. Yes. Like the lines on their face. I. And and so he's immediately blushing like, uh. And then his mom accuses them of having sex. And he's like, we're not. Yeah, his mom just got like his mom's so intense, man. 
his mom 100% needs therapy herself. <laughs> Word. I love, okay, so I don't have it in here, but this is a great book to explain this. I love the use of color in here hmm. because they only use greens, whites, blacks. And I'm going to yeah. show this real quick. But um, like right here, there's leaves. Yeah. But there are times where there's flowers or shattering and, and they use here's blushing right here. Yes. The transition stuff in here mm -hmm. is so good. Yeah. It's so good. And I'm trying to find one that I really loved. Uh, and then when they're doing like flashbacks. Ooh. Oh, here's flashbacks. a good one. The fight. Here's a good one. When he gets in a fight with his friend and oh, it's yeah. all shattered glass. Oh, yeah. It's oh, so yeah. good. It's yeah. not just. It's when not just that it, the writing is good. The artwork is good. The t it's the talent. Is really good. Yeah, it's really just all around very good. Um, I like it a lot. I also want to say, and this isn't something that I noticed the first time, and I know we're not to the third and fourth book yet, but um, we do find out that Charlie is anorexic. Yes. And um, see, like that's beautiful. And that's like beautiful. That is really beautiful. And when we find out, this is my favorite still in all four books right here. Yes. It's so good. Then like I have. When you're kissing. But when we find out that Charlie is anorexic, um, uh, I, I fucking forgot what I was going to say. When we find out Charlie's anorexic, you're we're not in that book yet. Maybe it'll come back to you. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, I just remembered. Okay. Charlie's the shape of his face changes throughout the series. Yes. And that yes. Is something I didn't notice. He before. kept getting smaller and smaller and, and smaller. Hospital. He looks like he has a. His face shape. fills it out again. Yes. That was, that was really. That was so meticulous and yeah. very methodical. I'm gonna have to bring that up to the girls because I bet they didn't notice. And, and you know what though? Most times, graphic novels don't do that, right? The characters do no, not really change. They stay the same. But these right. guys change. Their hair gets cut. They Their clothes change. Mm -hmm. Their socks change. The yeah. hair on their legs are different. Like, you can see the, the difference. Effort that she put into it. It was really important. It's beautiful, Alice. It is beautiful. We appreciate it. Question seven. Also in book two, Nick comes out as bi to his mom, and he slowly starts to tell others. This obvious To me, this felt realistic. What about you? Did this feel realistic, like a realistic coming out story to you? Um, I love when he comes out to his mom. That page is so pretty. Um, what is her name? Coleman is her last name. I'll pull it up. It's in the back. Um, where are the Olivia Coleman? That's Olivia. So Olivia Coleman plays Nick's mom mm -hmm. in the series. Oh, and, um. She's so perfect with that scene. I bet. Because it's called bisexual. Have you heard of that? And in the book, she's like e laughing and she's like, yes, I've heard, yes, it. heard it. I love the way Olivia Coleman plays that scene. I can't wait for you to watch it because she's just like, yes, Nick, of course I know what bisexual is. What? What's that? I've never <laughs> heard of that before. He didn't even know what it was, right? right? He knew you can either like boys. But he was also a kid. Or you can like girls and you're straight. Right. But he was a kid, you know? He yeah. was a kid. Yeah. He doesn't have the access to that stuff. Yeah. Um, in the third book, we go to Paris with the boys and they bond with their friends and they build this little queer group and they have all this freedom. How did you like the storyline compared to the other two in the first two books? I feel like it diverted away from what I like about this series, which is the focus being on Nick and Charlie. Um, so I liked that we built a bigger world and okay, I have no issue with Ellen Tao. Like I thought that that was cute that they get together. Mm -hmm. 
but that's not what this series is about. So like mm-hmm. they need their own series. Right. <laughs> I want more Nick and Charlie. And right. L and Tal. I know. It's just. <sighs> also when they're on the bus and they're like, oh my gosh, you guys really kiss. And they're like talking like that. I'm like, do, do boys do that? I know we do, but do boys do that? <laughs> I guess gay ones do. I guess gay so. ones. Oh, and They're by the way, so in the series, the the I don't know what pronouns the actor uses who plays L, um, but that person, they, I'm gonna just use it. Them. Okay. okay. Um, they are the new um companion on Doctor Who. I love it. I love it. Yay. Yeah. Um, book four focuses on mental health struggle, the fact Charlie as, that faces Charlie as they go back to school and how Nick deals with it. Most of this book is from the, is from his POV while Charlie gets treatment. What are your thoughts? So you were talking about scenes. This is my favorite cut scene. It's from the middle of this book. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's a moment between Charlie and his mom. But also know that sometimes people need more than just one person can give. That's love, darling. I almost texted that to you and Katie, by the way. This scene is so beautiful. Um, So I love that, too. I love how supportive his mom is because I feel like she's doing a better job than I think I would as the mom. I think I'd be like, lot of drama for you maybe you go find a different boyfriend like right like you don't need this in your life right you're so young maybe this isn't this isn't the path right because i mean this is the first relationship that we know that nick's ever had he never had a girlfriend before no kissed um, a girl in eighth grade who was a lesbian (laughs) but he didn't know that she didn't either um and uh, so he never has had a relationship at all. And so this is a lot for your right. first relationship and for him to stick by, even with them saying they love each other. It's high school. Like I yeah. wouldn't stick around. Like that's it, a lot. It's, I mean, that's I've watched it. You make when you marry someone. I had a boyfriend drop me in high school because I would dress too weird. Yeah. Like boys, like they do it for stupid reasons. So, like, dumping a guy over being too problematic would be definitely a thing that happens. And this is my other for this book. Charlie has every single... He has all the OCD. Problems. He has PTSD. He has um, anorexia. He has uh, panic disorder. He has anxiety. He has... He just has everything. And, and I mean, he that happens. He, uh, he, he... That happens a lot. I'm not saying that doesn't happen a lot. But... Let's just make him the face of one mental illness, please. Not all of them. I, I just was like, he has all the trauma. Like, maybe he could share the trauma. The only trauma he doesn't seem to have is an abusive family, which we get from another character. One of the uh, girls. One of the girls has. Whose moms, her parents. It's an abusive family. Verbally, because they're not they're supportive seen. of our sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um. In this book, there's many, these books have several extra things. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a playlist in book one. In the back, we get IDs and rosters. There's extra storylines and sub storylines. And we get fake social media. We get the, in the book four, we get at the end, we get the, how the teachers started dating. It's so cute. What did you think of all this? Did you have anything that was like your favorite? 
Um, I liked, I liked the L and towel. Yeah. Uh, one that the little sub comic that, yeah. um, mini comic. I thought that was more appropriate than us diverting from the story of Nick and Charlie to get that story in the middle of it. Yeah. I, I don't like the teachers. I'm not going to say that there isn't a, I mean, we know that there is a, a minority population of LGBTQ people. Mm -hmm. Everybody in these books is gay. Like everybody, like the teachers are gay too. I don't know. Like Piper school on the Paris trip. Like what the hell? At Piper school, half the kids took same-sex partners to cla- to the dance. Like, Piper's friend, I'm not going to say names, but one of Piper's friends was meeting her date there. And they're, like, undefined, but they went as a couple. Several of the parents I was speaking to, their daughters were taking female partners as companions. Like, it wasn't just friends going together. Like, these kids are... Testing the waters real early. I kind of love that. That they're just not sticking to the A and B mold. I love that they're just like, Rainbow! Yay! Water! Does that make you uncomfortable? I feel like my thoughts on this won't be welcomed in this space. Oh. I'm sorry. It's not because of you. Oh. I'm sorry. But it's okay. I'm sorry. I, I I never want you not to feel unwelcomed. By you? Yeah. Of course. Publicly on the pod? This is not an appropriate comment. Gotcha. Um, I will say I did have... So did you have any favorite scenes? I text you my favorite scene because I plan on using this line on my girls. Which I is... I laugh out loud when I read that. <laughs> I go, you're doing gay shit? Continue on. I love that. Carry oh, on. carry on. Keep doing the gay shit. Um... Any characters that you're a favorite? Like anybody like I'm obsessed with Nick's dog. Is that I know. Um, a little puppy? Oh my gosh. There is a TV show we have been talking about. I haven't watched it. We're watching it with the girls. I have watched it, the first season. And the second season I think comes out this summer. Yeah, that's what I was reading. Uh cast looked perfect to me. Did you have anything? I love the way that the actors um portray the characters i think that the series is really close to the books and they don't Mm -hmm. change much so that's really great the actor who plays nick is just not big enough to me Mm. like i need him to be he was a big kid yeah in my mind he was much bigger yes but i was look like nick 100 percent. yes but it was more like finnick odare i was thinking size right like this hulking blonde thing yeah. Um, and I also want to say, unfortunately, due to um, internet bullying, um, the actor who played Nick was outed as bisexual himself. And I just think that is just awful. Disgusting. Yeah. You people are disgusting. He was. We don't do that shit. For that. And that's just really unfair. Why that's do you bullshit. care about an act- actor's sexuality anyway? They're children. What does They're kids. To you? What does what, it matter what? to you? Why does their private life matter to you? No, it doesn't. It, it's not. Fucking gross. Um, final thoughts, Goodreads ratings. I, I gave the second one a five and all the rest a four. I will 100% keep up with this series. I've already pre-ordered the last book. Same. Or the next book. I don't know how many she's going to do. I will be watching the TV show. When Same. The first episode, when you start watching it, you'll see those leaves flutter. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they brought them into the show. It's a very cute. I love that. 
So I'm glad I love that. I'm glad Me too. The other book. So before we talk about end of season, we should talk about end of season, I guess. Yeah. So today is uh, the last episode we're filming together. For a little um, bit, guys. Next yeah. week, there will be a replay of the episode with Nicole Sodoma, mm-hmm. um, who is the author of Please Don't Say You're Sorry. Um, yeah. And uh, I interviewed her before we went to the Annapolis Book Festival. And the, the episode was only released as a video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it will be an MP3. So you can actually stream it wherever you're listening to the podcast. Yay! And I have a new intro because I have some new exciting information that her pub- publicist shared with me. So that's so exciting. Yeah. It's really exciting. It's really yeah. exciting. I'm excited for you to share it with everybody because it's big. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's really the bonus episode for this season. So technically season four is over, but, um, now we have to talk about season five. <laughs> um, guys, we're tired. Yeah. Like I, I, you guys hear us say it all the time and we joke about it, but we are, we've been reading nonstop a book a week for, for two years. years. For you guys. And like, when we say we this, love doing this for you guys. Yeah, when we say this, we don't want you all to be like, oh gosh. Why they're so they, bitchy why are they so whiny all this stuff because that's not what we're trying to do but in the summers um given the fact that i work in a public library i am so incredibly busy summer like, reading is the busiest season busy. and I, we're both burn out by july yeah every year and we always take two weeks off between june and july launching our next season but mm-hmm. i I have requested longer from Molly and Molly. Oh, no, we need, I need longer, longer too. As well. So what we've decided is we're going to come back with season five in September. Yes. But here's the deal, gang. We are not going away. We we're are still going to be away. on your socials. We're still going to be posting on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Yes. Um, we will maybe do an episode here or there. We'll see if we have time, but we are not making promises, gang. Yeah. We are. We will not have like the real format that we've, that you've gotten used no. to. But if you are following us on Instagram or TikTok, you may see us drop in for lives. Um, we yeah. will be. I mean, April is doing this. Smutty Girl Summer with Nurse Katie. Yeah. You right. are going to see Smutty Girl Summer. I'll be posting stuff where Katie, Nurse Katie is sharing pictures and reviews for us to post on our social media. Um, and so we started with uh, Song of Solomon. Nope, that's mm-hmm. that's from the Bible. Song of Achilles. <laughs> Close. Not the same at all. <laughs> um, and uh, now we're reading um, Archer's Voice. And so we, we welcome suggestions. We have a spreadsheet going, but if you have a suggestion, we could definitely th- slide that in. Um, so we're not going anywhere. And no. we're going to do shorter seasons now so we can take yeah. a break. Because um, we deserve it, man. You, and, you guys love us. And, you know our frankly, content. And frankly, our listeners deserve it too. Because when we get tired, we don't put out good content. No. We just don't. You love us, right? You want us to be happy. So it also will give all of you a time to catch up. Seriously, um, bitches. Because what seems to be happening, which is great, we we totally welcome this, but people are listening to books that they've already read. They've listened to episodes about books they've already read. So now you can explore more episodes as you read and catch up on the podcast. And you can email us and tell us what you want us to read. Yes. At bookbestiespod at gmail.com. We do. We have gotten some email recommendations and we've put those on the pod. We have some DMs that have come through on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of my favorite books that we did this season, which was the first book of the season, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, that was a fan suggestion. 
And last season was a fan suggestion for last season's favorite, which was Cerulean Sea. Leslie. That that might be my favorite book that was new to me that we've read on the pod. It was so good. Good job, Leslie. It was so good. How's good job. Um, so All right, besties. We will be uh, taking a break. And you know we need it. Yeah. And you know we've earned it. So, besties, we love you. We'll be back. We'll see you guys in September. Sounds good. Um, I love you, best friends. We have some cool things lined up for the fall, too. We do. Yep. Yep. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of Molly and April and not those of anyone else. Today's books was the Heartstopper series by Alice Oseman. Your book besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins. Editing by Thomas Watkins and music is Sleep Sweetly by Prigida. Don't forget to follow the book besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or visit our website, bookbestiespodcast.com. Until next time, besties, get lost in your favorite book.